Welcome to Business Can Be Better. This is the podcast that helps businesses become even better businesses. I'm one of the co-hosts, Lane Anderson. I own a marketing company called London Road Media. And I'm Kelly Ray Tamaki, founder and owner of TMH Business Coaching and Consulting. What's new with you, Kelly Ray? <laughs> Why do you laugh? I'm just asking a question. We just spent 20 minutes on Instagram looking for a unicorn filter for the picture for our last podcast. I would say that's probably the most <laughs> very newest thing with me. We put so much effort into this podcast <laughs> oh, to make the experience everything it can be. And we're going to make it live. Let's put it put out a challenge. We'll one do of a my, live one. One of my clients was like, where can I tune in? And I'm like, oh, we're still being babies and editing it. So this one will be episode six. So we could do like episode 10 live maybe. That's, that's only a month from now. Okay, episode 10, starting episode 10 will go live. Starting? I meant just once. I don't want to do them all oh. live. Oh, <laughs> okay, well. That's a lot of pressure. We can negotiate later. We'll I think it'd be fun. It yeah. Take a lot less time. So that's what's new? Yes. Okay. Instagram. Time sucks. Stay out of it. <laughs> and every time I open it, it's like, would you like to turn on notifications? Allow or don't allow? I'm like, never allow. Never allow. I know what this will do to my Permaban. Yeah. Nice. Do you have anything new besides? I went fishing. Oh, yeah. I think there's an analogy. There's a lesson to oh, be found in the fishing story. Interesting. Because I went fishing yesterday with a business associate that asked if I would come out to Waterton to go out in his boat and go fishing, which if you're asked to go to Waterton, one of the most beautiful places on the planet, to go out on someone's boat and go fishing, you go You fishing. forgot to say, and ditch your podcast partner. <laughs> and ditched my podcast partner. But we went fishing, and I, like, I've gone fishing quite a bit, and I, like, it is no exaggeration to say I've probably fished 20 times without catching a single fish because I'm awful at it, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I just throw a lure out in the water and hope something happens and it doesn't because that's not how it works but i went with someone who he's he's fished waterton like 500 times he said and he just knows the lake and knows what to do and knows how to do it and so yeah we're out on the water for like 20 minutes and i pulled in like a big eight pound trout which was a lot of fun and i never <laughs> look on kelly ray's face of disgust and then we gently you. put it back just kidding i didn't um but yeah i think there's a lesson in that about about it's kind of like having a coach or a mentor or someone you use someone who has the experience the expertise and all of a sudden you get results because when i do it i get nothing <laughs> that's hilarious so that's no really that's that's perfect i love that yeah you can use that so we're done to advertise then. yourself episode five microphone drop all right is this episode five six six sorry. yeah so What's the matter? are you tired from eating cookies for dinner no Wayne had chocolate chip cookies for dinner that's what's new i was at the gym first though so it counterbalances so they don't count. <laughs> okay i okay. burned the calories now i can intake the calories we're good all right so today's topic uh you told me that you'd like to talk about um how to not just be putting out fires every day at work and running your business but actually being planned more right? intentional, intentional less okay. reactive and focused on what matters and get and therefore getting better results so this actually came word for word from one of my favorite clients today this morning when you asked me what should we do for the, the podcast i said to my client what's the most important thing i could put on a podcast for you like what do you really need to learn mm -hmm. and he said these exact words so i thought perfect and lane loved it too so that's what we're doing so i've got a 
a list of things here, but what are your I, initial thoughts? I feel thoughts? like I'm here to learn in this one. This is actually this podcast works out really well because I just get free coaching from you. <laughs> I should have to pay Darn to be it, your co-host. I figured this out. <laughs> yeah, right. You're you're so good at marketing. It's so, crazy. Well, no, but this is one that I'm actively working on and learning and not being reactive because um, sometimes things pop up and I have to be reactive and you need to go solve something. But or go fishing. Or go fishing on a Monday afternoon. But yeah, I'm working on that. Um, but I think, so what, when I was thinking about this, I think the way that we've been combating that and getting better at it is when something does pop up that you have to react to, you deal with it, but then quickly make note of why that happened and how you could prevent it from just popping up and being more prepared for it because you're commonly going to run into the same problems repeatedly, right? You're not going to, they're not all unique. I'm not looking at your notes. They're not all unique problems. Um, You're going to run into that again. So every time something pops up, we develop a plan to be more prepared next time and help that not happen again. And so bit by bit, every time something pops up, we're just ticking them off that we'll be prepared for all these things next time. So I just turned my computer away from Lane because I'm convinced that he you gotta stop letting me go my first. agenda and then just takes my points. No, it's really <laughs> awesome because you actually just say it in a way that people can understand and I would say it in the nerd way. Like every time something <laughs> happens that you don't want it to happen, you have to create a procedure and then systemize the procedure to ensure that it never happens again. Right. And you just said that. So that's, that's about really what great. I said, yeah. It's just, I usually tell my clients it's only a problem if it happens more than once. Yeah. If it's something that happens that you don't like and you don't want it to happen again, create a procedure or a system to prevent it. And if something really great happens, like all of a sudden your profit margin goes up, we figure out why and we create procedures or systems to keep that in place. Mm -hmm. It's all about procedures. It's actually a problem is really an opportunity, truly an opportunity for a procedure, unless it's like, well, it always still is. But if you have the same problem over and over again, it's like, come on, guys, figure this out. Yeah. I mean, if it's an earthquake, like... That's not going to happen again, right. hopefully. But, but if, <laughs> but like if you have this, if you want your clients treated a certain way in the sales process and a staff member forgets to mention like three important mm-hmm. points, well, where's the procedure? Do they have a checklist of points they're supposed to mention? Mm-hmm. And then it's like the second thing is sometimes are they using the procedure? Because some people have these gigantic manuals filled with procedures and job descriptions and KPIs and policies and they just put them on the shelf. Some people even hire that out. Can you make me a manual? Because I need it to get the safety certification. And then they put it on the shelf. Right. And never look at it. Shameful. Use your procedures. It makes you money. So that's one way. Procedures. And I think one way that we really discovered that that was a very important thing within, like maybe about a year ago, was in just in like communication with clients Um, because we have a lot of retainer clients and so we're just ongoing working for them and in our mind where we know what we're doing and we just can do the work and we know that things are headed in the right direction but for some reason the clients want to know what we're doing with all that money they're paying so weird so um so we i mean and i would give updates you know i send them a report monthly with the invoice and all that but people want a lot more communication than that um and so and so i would give it when it was asked but that's being very reaction reactive right so we've come up um with just a a weekly to do it's just a task that we do is just to send 
updates to clients and make sure that they're up to date with everything that we were working on. And that's just a procedure that we have now because now I'm ahead of that. I don't have to react to that again because I'm giving them the update and the information that they are looking for before they kind of feel like, man, I haven't heard from Lane for a while. I need to bug him and see what he's up to. So that's how you, instead of reacting, we put in a process so that I don't have to react to that anymore. We're, we're ahead of it. Awesome. And then to make sure that happens, put it in the calendar, right? Yep. Okay. So that's the second piece to that. You have to put things in the calendar if you want them to happen consistently. Like it can become a procedure. It can become a duty on someone's job description, but it really has to go in someone's calendar. And also I want to say about the calendar. I mean, I could talk about the calendar for a whole podcast, but in fact, I think we did. We did. We talked about calendars and scheduling and planning. So I'll try to restrain myself. But the one thing I want to say is you have to also plan breaks Like for me, I know if I'm not planning breaks into my day, like where I can take the dog outside and see the sunshine or like um, just take 15 minutes to breathe or eat, I am not at my best. So plan breaks the way that works for you and also plan stuff you love. Mm -hmm. So like make sure those fishing trips are in there. Make sure time with your kids is in there. Like the important stuff because I think we try to fill our calendars with so much work stuff and all these things we want to do for the business. But then we start to feel like resentful and unhappy and like we're not fulfilling our deepest needs which is to be like a father a husband a wife a mother a mentor a community member you know and Mm -hmm. whatever's important to you put it in there and that kind of bleeds into do you know what's important to yourself like i think that's the that's the first step is before we create strategic objectives which are like a fancy way of saying your biz your big three business goals for the year We'll create three strategic objectives for the year. Before we create those, I ask them personally, the business owners, what really matters to you? Mm -hmm. And they usually say, you know, we want to spend, let me use a a recent example. We want to spend the whole summer off with our kids. Right. We want to take home a certain amount of money and we want to buy this property for our business, something. Let's say those are the three goals. So those are kind of personal goals and we can achieve those through the business. Mm-hmm. So those things matter the most to them. So then I would say, well, let's look at your calendar and your bank account and see where you're spending your time and your money. And most of us, if we're honest with ourselves and we say our families are a priority, but then we go look at our calendar and our bank account, we're not spending all of our time and money with our family. So there were, therefore, we're not feeling fulfilled right. or like successful. So it's possible to work towards big goals and also allocate more time now. Mm-hmm. So that makes you feel better. That yeah. makes you feel more intentional and planned and focused on what matters yeah and when you're happy and fulfilled you get better results because you're just a better leader and you're better to be around and people don't want to not like people don't want to leave you right you know so have a plan and then what you do is all fulfilling in little micro pieces step by step fulfilling the grand plan in your calendar yeah yes yeah and then the other thing i would say is you have to get a morning routine you have to you have to if you just wake up and you're like oh, I just woke up, I got to hurry and brush my teeth and feed the kids and get out the door. And then now I'm at work and oh my gosh. And then things are just flying at you at work. It's like, that is the definition of getting up and being react. Right. I think you need to, even three minutes, just set your alarm three minutes earlier and just stay in bed for three minutes and say these four things in your head. What is my goal for today? What am I grateful for? Who am I going to be? And what am I going to get some of? Like get some sunshine, get some music, Um, One of my clients likes to do get some laughter. So they do like a funny moment. Mm. But just I've created that like four, the little 4G, like three minute thing because so many people are like, I don't have time. Mm. Okay, make make three minutes. Just set your intention for the day. Yeah, Goal, grateful, going to be and get some. 
That's great. You gonna laugh about that no. one? No, no. Good job. I'm impressed. I'm not. I don't do get it. Get some of but whatever makes it. you happy. Okay. So oh, that'll be a next thing that I need to work the on. Last. We need to do the morning routine. Yeah, we. I'm do. not entirely reactive. I am running around and getting the kids' teeth brushed, but that is my routine. Because <laughs> I need to do that every day. Sorry. You know what? I misspoke. I'm not a parent. Sometimes I say things that don't make sense for parents. What you need to do is add to your morning routine. Yeah. Yes. Add something to your morning routine that is all about intention for the day. Yeah. That would that would be a good way to start the day. Plus, you can get go even farther than that and, like, Sunday review your calendar for the week. Mm-hmm. Each evening review your calendar for the next day. But I would also be doing, like, calendar and bank account audits. Like, seriously, once a month. If you feel like you're not achieving your goals or you're feeling scattered or unfocused or you're not, if you're reactive versus planned, you either don't have your procedures in place or you're not living by your calendar or you're not looking at what's actually happening and making adjustments, right? So if you do use your calendar like a time diary, like I suggest, at the end of the month, you can even have your assistant go and add up. How much time did I spend doing podcasts? How much time did I spend cooking? Mm -hmm. How much time did I spend cutting the grass? How much time did I spend with my family? Add it all up. And if those numbers don't match your priorities, delegate some stuff you know plan the next month differently it's all in your control that's the other thing i think you have to admit that admit that you that it is controllable you're choosing every single thing you're doing yeah you have oh i have to do this podcast at 8 30 at night no you have a bank of 24 hours and you decide how to spend it exactly yeah so you're talking a lot about beyond business even it's just just life planning and not being reactive if we bring it into business, I think this and I think a lot of things that we talk about are all skills that are essential to scaling a business. Cause, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, as a, as a marketer, I started out as, you know, one one man band and many people in my game do start that way and still are that way. It's the same with realtors, financial planners, a lot of people in those kind of industries that are a one-person business and you can to some degree at that scale be very reactive you go to work and you need to just do whatever you need to do because no one else relies on you No, like your schedule is your schedule and no one else is connected to it but that is where your business cannot scale until you figure out how to plan how you spend your time how you plan how to spend other people's time when you manage people that's incredibly important uh, is being able to to help them plan out what they're spending their time on and not just being reactive to what you throw at them so that's such a good point that, actually that and all all of these skills i think are so important to scaling because i think oh, there's a lot of businesses out there that aren't good businesses and you could make i don't care if you make three hundred thousand dollars a year it still might not be a good business because that if you take you out of the equation there's no business absolutely um so and, and that's because it's just a reactive a labor-based reactive business so and the funny thing is i didn't mention this but the idea is that everyone does this in your organization right not just you Mm -hmm. and so the funny thing is when i said to my client today you're not using your calendar like i started asking him these things right Mm -hmm. because he said this is the topic so i started asking questions well why are you being reactive are you not using your calendar do you not have your manuals done and then i i asked well is your other managers using their calendars well i don't think anyone's using their calendars i'm like oh how are you doing so well that's the problem imagine how much better you could do people to use 10 percent of my advice and they still do a good job on that so they feel like they don't have to listen to it all (laughs) i'll get you you know who you are buddy yeah well i think it is just so important though that that there's um there's all so many steps involved and a lot of what we talk about is about 
things that make a business really a business and not just a self-employed position that you've built for yourself because this stuff is what makes it really a business it's what makes it scalable what makes it profitable it what makes it a business if you remove you so that's what makes it sellable all of those things and so that's what makes this so important so again it's some this is something that i'm actively working on because um because i did start as the one-man band and then just started adding to my team bit by bit by bit and so as i do everything it's very uh just gut based and just winging it but (laughs) you figure it out and this is one that we uh, are continuing to work on yeah as long as you figure it out then you put it in a procedure and then you give that procedure to everyone train them Mm -hmm. on it systemize it you can grow and then hopefully we we do this customer path thing where we draw from the very first contact all the way down to the happy customer at the end all the like pass offs like all the communication points and then we show every single spot where the ball could be dropped and that therefore everywhere we could lose a conversion right and then we create a procedure there and this could be a hundred people in your organization a thousand or two Mm -hmm. there's a customer path right from inquiry to happy customer giving you a google review and if you can draw that out you'll easily see well then we do this well then we do this well then we do this well each of those this that you do that's totally not the proper way to I say think it. I think people but are following. Each of those steps <laughs> that you write in there needs a procedure. Mm-hmm. How do you do that step? And like Lane said, you can't grow without those because if you do grow without procedures and systems, you'll just have a bunch of people doing what they think they should do. Yeah, because they don't have your head. Like they can't think the way you think and, and you can't expect them to. And that's a problem that I, some managers have is they expect people to just be like, well, don't you see how I'm doing it? Wouldn't you come up with the same solution if you were presented with this same problem? No, people don't. They're not going to come up with the exact same way of dealing with something reactively. So you do need a process and a procedure and something drawn out, or you need to be really willing to let people come up with their own solutions and let them actually do it. (laughs) Yeah. And one more thing I think I need to say, I am an entrepreneur too. I feel the pull too. I'm looking at three different businesses right now. You know, like we're buying a building, we're working on a podcast. We've got our online products going up for sale. We Mm -hmm. like, I am actively pursuing daily at least 20 important projects right like entrepreneurs we are by definition distracted in a good way you know we're creative we're not very it's not easy to live by your calendar i have i've had to work very hard to be organized and i often have to give myself like a oh i'm feeling flustered i need to take a breath before i go into this meeting you know Mm -hmm. um but i just want to say i want to i kind of want to call all of the entrepreneurs out because i am one too like that's kind of BS to like fall back on that. Right. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm just disorganized. I'm an entrepreneur. I can't be organized. You know what then? Hire someone who's organized and have her create your procedures. Mm-hmm. You approve them. Have her do everyone's calendars, you know? Yeah. Hire people who are strong where you are weak. You can't, you said this another time. No, maybe you didn't. You were talking about competitors, but I really don't think you should try and correct your weaknesses as a business owner. Okay. I think you should hire strong people to oh, fill yeah. in where you're weak. Double down on your strengths is a totally. great way to, to build something that's very strong. Yeah, absolutely. One last thing, and it's that I only want you to work on one thing at a time. Okay. Yeah. So right now in front of us, we've got Lane's unhealthy dinner, my water, my phone. We needed it for a unicorn Instagram selfie for the episode. Um, more on that later. Lane's water and one computer. And on the computer, we have one tab open and we have our podcast agenda on there. That's it. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> all this stuff is But just, one tab open. That fact know, on its own is impressive. That. But that's how one you tab. have to work. Yeah. 
because otherwise you're working on more than one thing at a time, especially if you have that nasty habit of having your notifications turn on or having your email inbox as one of your tabs and yeah. you see oh, two, three, four, I have five emails now, six. I'm just going to glance at those right. because we work best when we're working on one thing at a time. So deep focused work blocks, like 50 to 60 minutes, then get up and take a break, but work on one thing at a time. That yeah. helps a lot if you want to feel more focused. That's something I've been doing a lot better at lately, but it took a lot of effort was, um, you know, an email comes in and I get a notification and you can see a little preview text of what it's about. And I'm like, oh, I'll just like respond to that quick. But I mean, it's a very, very different topic or task right now. And I just need to just, it doesn't matter if I don't get to that for 40 minutes, just finish what we're doing or work on what you're doing. Take 10 minutes at the top of the hour and respond to the four emails that have come in do it then. Um, but that took some real effort to get there. <laughs> Just schedule yourself five times a day to check your email. Mm -hmm. It'll change your life. It'll be so much more productive. So we talked about how to plan and not react. And that's a, a good tool that people can use to really turn a business into something much stronger and much more scalable and, and profitable and profitable. And sellable. All right. And enjoyable. And think a thing you could take vacation from. Isn't that yeah, what you all want? That's a big piece. You I didn't know? take vacation in my first three years of business because oh. I couldn't. I get it. I get it. But okay. now now I'm able able to because of this you can actually step away for a week and let other people do work. And because you can plan what they need to do while you're gone. They don't they're not just reacting every day. So that's good. What's your quick tip today, Kelly Ray? Put in your calendar once a week, not you if you are not organized and you don't like doing procedures, but put in your calendar once a week with maybe your office manager or your HR manager or somebody who is who likes doing procedures and who knows your customer path and get them to just create, you know, half an hour worth of procedures a week. Just get started on those, on those procedures because I know a lot of people are just like, it's so overwhelming the amount of procedures that I need, they don't even start. And what does that mean? What does that look like? This is that like a document that's saved in a folder somewhere that you reference. You have like a reference. It's up to you. It can be in a like in a binder. It can be online for people. Some people use an app. Okay. Um, but mostly it should be like a, in a training manual. So when somebody starts, they can review it before they start working. They have to review it. And then people who do work there can reference it mm -hmm. as they need to. Like, oh, this happened. I know that we have a procedure for this. So let me go look this up. Right. Yeah. So just start. That's a good one step at a time. There's a good quote. Good about advice. That. One stare at a time. What's your quick tip? Um, yeah, I'll relate my quick tip back to this in that um, in your marketing, obviously, you can't just be reactive. You need to have a strategy and a schedule. Um, and we do a lot on on social media for marketing with our business and that's one where people definitely find it easy to just be reactive and they think of something and this pops into their head so let's throw it out there and put it on the internet but it's good to slow down <laughs> don't look at me i'm not talking about you i specifically. think you are I'm not this is only the talking time about this has you happened to me in a quick tip i'm talking about I already got the feedback everyone um no that it's a very very common thing that people don't plan out social media because personally as personal users of social media 
you. You don't plan out what you're going to post. It's like, oh, I saw this article. I'll share it. This funny thing happened with my dog. I'm going to take a photo and share it. Oh, this it. is so about me like, now. <laughs> so about me. Because my um, dog is li- currently licking the office door trying to get in. But we don't, yeah, we don't do it personally. And so when we try and translate our business onto social media, we tend to follow the same habits and it's not a good practice. So we need to plan it out. And so it'd be great if you knew exactly what you're going to be posting at least a, way, a week ahead of time. Um, like if you were po- if you had figured out uh, on on the weekend or on Friday what you're going to do next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And if you had that all mapped out, that's just going to help you feel a lot more confident about what you're doing because it's not just uh, what pops into your head. And we have a lot of, um, we have certain clients that, that demand that because there, there needs to be a review process. Here's your weeks, here's next week's content with the image, the video, the copy, everything is all there previewed and scheduled ahead um, and it gives you a little bit of time to edit if need be or revise but um, yeah you need to be that's that's the quick tip get a calendar for social specifically and do it at least a week ahead of time i was trying so hard not to interrupt you and say calendar 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 <laughs> good job lane we use a because we use a santa for all of our tasks and it has a calendar uh, way of of presenting where, what your tasks are because you have due dates on them and so it puts them up on a calendar for you works really Wonderful. well Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a wrap on episode number six, which uh, we did a lot better of keeping to our desired time slot and not, we didn't get over by 20 minutes like we did in the last one. So it's bedtime. I know. So everyone is feeling rewarded that or we feel rewarded when people make it this far so we really appreciate you listening um we'll be back again next week for another episode until then you can reach me on twitter lane underscore anderson on linkedin um just look up my name lane anderson and then me on instagram lane b anderson i have different tags everywhere which i really need to man i should really standardize that but don't you, would, you hate when you're coaching people and then you're like, gosh, I got to do but that. For some reason, <laughs> Lane Anderson is, is more common than you would think. I can't get Lane Anderson. I have to put something else in there. So so you can find me on Instagram, Kelly Ray Tamaki, TMH, and on LinkedIn and Facebook, Kelly Ray Tamaki, TMH Business Coaching. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya.